Live from Saskatchewan, this is the Sask Show with Lindsay May. Saturday, September 10th, this is the Sask Show, a show by Saskatchewan for Saskatchewan. I'm Lindsay. Thanks for joining for the very first episode. On the way, taking a look at all news in Saskatchewan this past week with the Sask stuff. Take a little trip around the world and let's go out for a rip. You're listening to the Sask Show with your host, Lindsay May. The Sask stuff. The Sask Stuff is the headlines from Saskatchewan in one spot. One of the biggest headlines, of course, comes after the tragedy that happened last weekend and the stabbings on James Smith Cree Nation. I want to take a moment to recognize the victims, their families, and their friends, and let them know that we are thinking of them and that the province is behind them. Now, there has been an update from the RCMP. They've located the black Nissan Rogue that was believed to have been driven by that prime suspect after the attacks. Police located the abandoned black Nissan Rogue approximately four kilometers east of Crystal Springs, Saskatchewan. They say it was driven off the gravel road and kind of hidden behind some trees. It has been removed from the area. It's going to be processed as part of the investigation. Something else that is also being investigated is Miles Sanderson's death. He died shortly after being taken into police custody on Wednesday afternoon. Now, there was an update issued on Friday afternoon as well from the Saskatchewan Health Authority saying that out of the 17 people admitted to the hospital for the stabbings, eight remain in hospital in stable condition. Nine patients have been released. Eleven people have died, including Damian Sanderson. That was Miles Sanderson's brother. Now, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they were wearing commemorative helmet stickers to honor the victims of the mass stabbings. The sticker featured the letters JSCN, James Smith Cree Nation, in red letters on a white background. Now, the red was chosen because that is the color of healing in Cree culture. I personally have witnessed the incredible generosity from the people in Saskatchewan. And it just goes to show that they come back again to offer anything they can. One Saskatchewan farmer is now raising money to help cover the funeral costs for a man who was killed in that incident this past weekend. Canadian veteran Earl Burns was 66 years old and was among one of the people who was killed in the attacks on Sunday. Moose Jaw farmer John Thompson is also a veteran and he decided to start selling his hay bales for $5 each to help cover the costs of his funeral. He's a former Canadian Armed Forces member and says to help make sure that Mr. Earl Burns, the fellow who passed away, gets all of the honors and the recognition he deserves as a veteran at his funeral. Coming in hot, some justice on the streets of Regina. Uh, Constable Jim Monahan, one of the, the members of the RPS traffic unit, finds someone $932 and repoed his vehicle. Why? Well, you're supposed to be going to 80. This guy was flying by at 142 kilometers an hour. No details exactly on where this happened in Regina. The picture, I would have assumed Ring Road, but at the same time, the speed limit there is 100, not 80. And he had no trains, so nothing was slowing him down except for justice. And a man from St. Rio, Saskatchewan, is now one of the most eligible bachelors because he just won the lottery. Mr. Kent Carfintan, he checked his Lottomax ticket at a local store and thought he won $10,000. He saw a guy sitting there having breakfast at the store. He scanned his ticket and said, I just won $10,000. And then he went back and scanned it again. Nah, 
He won a whole lot more than $10,000. $100,000 in the August 2nd draw, courtesy of the extra. It's always worth it to pay that extra dollar, isn't it? He said he was stunned by the silence and walked out of the store. He says he's pretty happy and he plans on putting the money towards some bills. And he's probably going to have to start paying for a new phone because I imagine anyone who's got his current numbers going to be blowing up that phone. She's grace. She's grit. She's definitely going to eat that last piece of cheese. You're listening to The Sask Show with your host, Lindsay May. with Lindsay May. Around the World takes a look at the news from, well, around the world. Self-explanatory. And Operation Unicorn is now in effect. Now, because the Queen died at Balmoral Castle in Scotland, a more intricate set of protocols known as Operation Unicorn, named after Scotland's national animal, FYI, and the Scottish rituals now go into effect. So two days after her death, today, essentially, her body's going to be expected to be moved to the Hollywood Palace. Not Hollywood, Hollywood. Rude. I'm probably butchering it. I apologize, Scottish people. But it's going to be in the Scottish capital of Edinburgh. And then there's the ceremonial procession that's going to be happening to one of the cathedrals out there, attended by the members of the royal family. The queen will lie in repose for a period of 24 hours. Then on the third day after her death, her remains will travel by royal train back to London. Upon the arrival of her remains in London, her coffin is then taken to Buckingham Palace throne room. On the fifth day... That is when we're going to have a procession to take the Queen's body from Buckingham Palace to Westminster Hall, the oldest part of the UK's parliamentary estate. And then 10 days after the Queen's death, the Queen's state funeral, codenamed Operation Scarlet. Also, how many cool codenames do these guys have for really tragic things? But that is set to take place. Now, the recent funerals of monarchs, they have been held at St. George's Chapel in Windsor Castle, but Queen Elizabeth II's funeral is set to take place at Westminster Abbey. After that service ends, there's a procession that's going to take her coffin to Windsor Castle, where she's expected to be buried. A lot of traveling, a lot of code names happening in the next 10 days, but it all has to happen because that's just part of tradition. Now, the other thing you might want to know is that immediately after his mother's death, Charles became the new king, even before he's officially coronated or sworn in. Now, if you're not into the British monarchy or anything to do with kings, queens, and all that kind of stuff, here is one takeaway. We all need to start coming up with operations and code names for after we die. Operation Unicorn? That's freaking legendary. I gotta say, though, here in Saskatchewan, we'd probably call it Operation Bunny Hug. And that cat. Some other big news coming up from Canada is Health Canada has approved the Pfizer BioNTech COVID 19 vaccine for kids under five. That's the second vaccine option for kids in this age group. Yes, COVID is still a thing, even though our province says it's not. So. Get your kids vaccinated. Size guys. Incredible find as well in PEI this week. Older than the dinosaurs. There is a woman walking her dog down a familiar path on the beach in Cape Egmont in PEI. Looking for some sea glass when she noticed something that looked like intertwined branches. Nah, it was the skeleton. It was a skeleton of an animal. And after the paleontologists and geologists got out there to go take a look, it dates back 300 million years. The end of the coal age. That is about 80 million years before the first dinosaurs. Now, here's an interesting part about that era 300 million years ago in the coal age. It was also a period of intense global warming. Sounds a bit familiar, doesn't it? These past couple weeks, we've been breaking a lot of heat records here in... Just a little coinky dink I've noticed. 
let's be realistic here. Gentlemen, keep those spatulas you were using to pry your balls off your legs out because you're probably going to need them again for next year. It's going to be probably even hotter. Maybe uh, label it or something so you don't confuse it with regular spatulas. Or don't. Honestly, it's the end of the world. Who the hell needs to be kink-shamed at that point? You're listening to The Sask Show with your host, Lindsay May. Just out for a rip, are you, bud? Want to go out for a rip next week? Here's what's happening around Saskatchewan. Moose Jaw is going to be hosting their fall family carnival. You can go check that out in the valley. Carnival booths, MJ's fastest human competition. Did we just meet the new Flash? Perhaps. Pie in the face game, lots more for family to check out. So that's happening at 1130 till 330 on Saturday, September 17th in Moose Jaw. In Saskatoon on September 18th, the Eagles, Don Henley, Joe Walsh, Timothy B. Schmidt, with Vince Gill, going to be at the Sastel Center. And each concert will feature Hotel California live, start to finish, with an orchestra and a choir. There's some events that are coming up in Saskatchewan. If you ever have anything people should know about, feel free to tweet me at The Sass Show. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I'll be sure to make sure people know to go out for a rip. You're listening to The Sask Show with your host, Lindsay May. The Sass Show is by Saskatchewan for Saskatchewan. I want you to be a part of the show. Got something we need to talk about? Something you want to highlight? Events, news stories, whatever it may be, feel free to share it. Find me online. The Sask Show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I'm everywhere, baby. You can also find us on our website, thesaskshow.ca. And thanks for being a part of The Sask Show. Thanks for listening. Follow us online at thesaskshow.ca.